Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Jenna Juxtaposed. I am coming out of retirement. Okay, it was like mm, three months, maybe. I'm trying to think. My last blog post was the first week of September, so that's definitely like two, almost three, because I guess we're at the end of November. Honestly, doing the math with months and numbers in general is difficult for me, so no need for me to be specific, but I am so excited to be back with you all. Um, I have so, so missed writing. And while my life has been crazy busy, the Lord's been really sweet to me this week and has given me like so much time just to like enjoy him and um, spend some time in scripture really intentionally that I haven't, which I haven't been doing as much this semester um, because it's funny that Scripture reading is always the first thing to go when I get busy, but um, even amidst my busyness, um, I've just really been led to read scripture, which has been really, really good for my soul. And um, I really, I talked about this in my blog post I wrote a few days ago, just being like, hey guys, what's up? I'm back. Um, I always had my eyes open like, oh, um, I'm going to write my blog about this this week. Like God's really teaching me this. Like this is so cool. Um, And I haven't been looking for things because I've just kind of been like, obviously my motivation shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to write a blog post about this. But like every week God teaches me so much and what I write. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like as I'm writing it, it's literally like God's ministering to me as I'm writing it. And so it's really, I've really missed that like intimacy with God. And so I'm really, really excited um, to be back. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy listening to this. Um, I'm just going to kind of go through, read my post, give a little ramble afterward. Um, Just to preface, um, this is something I've been thinking about for like the past 24 hours, like constantly. And I had so many thoughts. I have like two full pages in my journal, just like brain dumping, like all this information. And then my Old Testament class today, we were talking about idols. So I was like taking notes in there and then also like putting it in my journal because I was like, wait, this is good for my post making my education worth it by sharing the information to others so you guys don't have to go to Biola. Um, I was like writing it down super fast, but yeah, I'm simply thrilled to be back with you guys. So let me just scroll to the top of this document. Okay, amazing. So um, as I'm recording this, I haven't put a title yet. So you'll know what the title is because I will have figured it out by the time I post this. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I never know to be like, this is the blog post time I'm reading it now, but that is what I'm doing. Okay. So this semester I'm taking an old Testament class and it's kind of kicking my butt. Uh, at Viola, this is a class that everyone has to take. And my professor is very well known for dishing out a lot of work and amidst many nights turned to early mornings working on these assignments, I've grown deeper in my knowledge and love for the old Testament. So as I've gone through the Old Testament books, especially the boring ones, I have found a commonality of idol worship. And in our cultural context today, it's less likely that your idol is a carved wooden figure. and It's more likely to be like Netflix. Um, but I had a hard time relating to Israel's pull to worship these figures, but it wasn't until my class today when it all clicked. We enter into idol worship when we believe they can do something for us that we are not trusting God with. Oh, yeah, we're going there today. The gods of the Old Testament were where Israelites would go and beg for fertility or a good harvest. 
it's hard for us to relate to these things because now we have science and technological advancements. So we go to the gods of our own age for our deepest desires like love, validation, security. So an idol I find myself bowing down to is social media. And it's not the app itself that's evil, but it's the deeper worship that it moves us towards, worship of ourselves. This kind of worship has existed since the garden when knowledge and autonomy were chosen over dependency and abiding with God. It, it just looks different today. Um, I felt the conviction for this idol as I spent some time in Romans 1 yesterday, which I encourage you all to read. Um, Paul says this to the Romans about what happens when we harden our hearts toward the Lord. Therefore, God gave them up in the lusts of their heart to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Paul continues saying what happens when we consume the creation rather than the creator. They were filled with all manners of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They're full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness maliciousness. They are gossip, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. So first, before we go any deeper, I want to make it really clear that I'm writing out of a place of struggle. I'm pulled to worship myself and fall into pride each and every day. Frankly, it's my default. And the Lord has really enjoyed using me as a vessel to teach others as he's teaching me the same things. Um, my heart's being moved as I'm writing these words, and I hope yours is as you are reading them or listening to them in this context. Okay, resume. So whether I'm walking to class or waiting for the elevator or brushing my teeth, I feel a pull to check Instagram. It's something I used to not give that much thought to, and now I actually try to stop myself and think, why do I need to do this right now? Um, I think this is a pull. A pull? Bye. I think this is a pull. Pull and pull sound really similar. Okay, I need to cut this part out. Cut this out, Jenna. <laughs> this is a pull. Uh, millions, or dare I say billions, of people feel every day. Social media profits off of our human vulnerabilities of wanting to feel affirmed and desired. I found myself wishing I got more likes or on my pictures or comments, but then I do, and I feel virtually no different even like 30 seconds later. It's such a short-lived satisfaction, yet it's something I find myself being drawn back to. Romans 1 gives us a theology of how harmful content can be for our hearts. When we consume the creation of the Creator, um, without even thinking, ingesting thousands of pictures every day um, of people's best moments, we're just bound to be left with this deep discontentment. We're wired to abide in the truth, and when we abide, and when we spend even just a few minutes a day on a curated app filled with lies, it corrupts our souls. I know this might feel like a downer, but I promise there's going to be encouragement. Just wait. Um, as humans, we live with infinite desire because we are made for Eden. And when that was stripped away in Genesis 3, those desires stayed the same, but our reality changed. Now we live in the tension of the kingdom of God being here and now, but also in the not yet. This leaves us with insatiable desire, a desire that cannot be quenched by anything this world provides, because all it can provide is finite things, and finite is no match for infinite. Social media lies. It provides a moment of entertainment, a dopamine release, and then we close the app and we feel no different than we did a few moments before. It provides no long-lasting joy, contentment, or peace. Yet I found myself putting a lot more weight on it than I should. I'm not carrying my Instagram account into heaven, and I need to remember that. You know when you're driving and it looks like there's like water on the road, but then you drive closer and it disappears? That's what an idol is. It's a mirage. It's a phenomenon where you think you see something, but when you get up close, it's nothing. Isaiah 44 says this about idol worship. 
all those who fashion idols are nothing, and the things they delight in do not profit. Idols, when we look closely, can never withstand the weight of our infinite desire. This idol of self I'm speaking about manifesting in social media is something I see in other spots in my life, too. I see a desire for instant gratification show up when my packages come late or my coffee takes a few seconds to come out of my espresso machine. I see it in my self-image when I try to formulate the right things to say to please others. At the end of the day, my idol comes down to trying to manipulate and control reality so I can live as freely and autonomously as I can. This is not the way of Jesus. He provides us a path of peace and rest. Our solution is simply this, long devotion to Jesus. This feels vague, so I'll give you a couple practical tips for us type A solution people. Day by day, it looks like reading my Bible, resisting the urge to always check my phone, being patient when the cashier is being too slow or when my friend's running late. Or maybe I use the minutes I usually would walk to class on my phone to pray for a family member or just enjoy nature and admire God's beauty in that. I talked a lot about how our idols are no match for infinite desires, but I want to assure you that Yahweh, the God of Israel, is enough to hold your loftiest desires. He can carry the heaviest load, and he's the only one, from personal experience, who has ever given me any long-lasting satisfaction. A passage I encourage you all to memorize is Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, which says this, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Spend a few moments rereading this verse and ask God to provide rest for your soul. I assure you he will provide it. So I'm just going to read it one more time for you guys who are listening on here. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I encourage you to find a friend to talk with about what your idols are. There's a sweet fellowship formed when we open up to somebody we love and tell them about what we're struggling with. Taking this vulnerable step can feel scary, so if that feels too difficult at this moment, or you still need to spend some time exploring what idols are taking up space in your heart, ask God to reveal to you what they are and spend some time in reflection. We all have idols, so please don't feel ashamed or less than for having one. Jesus sees you and adores you right where you're at, and he's inviting you to walk with him. His grace is enough for you every time you stumble. He is not condemning you when you fall, for he is simply waiting for you to take his hand so he can bring you back up. Yay! First blog post in so long. That feels so good. Ugh, I just really miss reading that to you guys, and writing it was so such a sweet time. And I would just sit there and not know what to say, and I'd be like, God, how do I say this better? And he just... I would just find myself typing and be like, oh, that's it. It's so cool. Um, something else I really want to emphasize. I'm opening up my notebook right now um, from me journaling. Let me find it. Because I couldn't fit everything I wanted to in because, unfortunately, this is a blog and not a novel. Although, POV coming soon. Okay, not that soon, but in the next decade. Um my professor was talking about how we're gonna have idols like until Jesus comes again when or when we pass away like this isn't something that we can simply just like think our way out of like I just I talked in this post obviously about like social media and kind of just like worship of self and um it's more of like instant gratification and like always getting what I want um which is a very common idol and I think honestly it's just pride and something that 
we all um, struggle with at different degrees. Um, and I think as we get older, we don't just like grow out of those things. We um, hopefully like are spiritually more mature and mature as adults and that kind of stuff. But um, we can't like fix ourselves because then like we wouldn't need the Holy Spirit. You know, we wouldn't need God if we could just be our own God. Um, honestly, need to write a whole blog about how I try to fix myself because that would be <laughs> that could be something that would be helpful for me. But I guess I'm just trying to say, uh, don't feel ashamed for having idols. I said that like at the end, but like we're gonna have them um, until the end. And I feel like it's just really important to like be aware of them and be like, hey, this like isn't true. Like, if I'm on Instagram for 20 minutes and I'm looking at other girls my age and I'm like, oh, their life's so much better. And I'm like comparing myself or I see other girls and I'm like, their skin's so much clearer than mine or their hair is so much prettier, blah, blah, blah. And I just find myself in this like comparative spirit. I'm literally living out like the bad part of Romans one where it talks about, um, let me pull it up here. It says that you're filled with unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice, envy, deceit, gossip, slanders, like boastful like all these things and that's like what i'm doing if i'm engaging in like a lie which is that oh i have to compare myself to someone else when that's like not how god made his creation and i'm like lit i'm operating in a lie so obviously i'm going to be filled with all of those things that i just listed and so like in the context of social media it can be like oh yeah social media is just bad and it's like no it's a morally neutral thing. Like it's just something that I can often use for a negative thing. Um, but often that's what our idols are is we, I think it's just operating in a lie, like at the end of the day. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good passages about idol worship. Um, as I was reading through the old Testament, um, I was just like, y'all, why are you like, that's literally like a wooden stick not a wooden stick it would be like a person but like a wooden thing like that doesn't make any sense like in my head I'm like what but then they would look at us and be like that is a like a metal box <laughs> like you know what I mean it's kind of funny because as technology like advances we're like oh like we look down on um people of the past when it's like the human condition has not changed like we now just have wi-fi <laughs> but like we're worshiping a metal rectangle like, how silly is that, you know? Um, and at the end of the day, it's just because we can't we can't stand to wait for God and we don't trust God. And so we're like, oh, I need to take this up in my own hands and, like, do this. And I'm going to usher in the kingdom of God in this way, except it's not the kingdom of God. But we think that we're going to usher in the benefits of the kingdom of God, love, joy, peace through X, Y, and Z. Like, if I have more Instagram followers, if I have a boyfriend, if I X, Y, and Z, you can insert your idol here. Um but yeah. And then I was kind of thinking a little deeper too, like, why do we worship? Um, that was just kind of something that I was thinking about. And like we, I worship God because of just who he is, that he is good despite um, my circumstances. Although I see his goodness in my circumstances, like his goodness is completely separate from that. Um, and I think our worship of him often stops when we don't see his goodness directly in our lives, um, which just since israel like literally since genesis we can see this isn't just like this instant gratification isn't like a new thing like obviously it's a little more ramped up because of uh apple 
and the iPhone and everything. But like Israel's journey to the promised land should have taken 11 days and it took 40 years. Like how often do we do the same thing? How often are we not willing to worship Yahweh and to trust him? And we would rather bow down to an idol because we get something right away. It's only a little bit, a taste of infinite. It's only a little bit because with idols, it promises infinity and to um, satisfy our infinite desire, but it never can. It never can. And the enemy's lying to you when you feel this pull like, oh, I need to do this. Or like, oh, I'm trying to think of a more extreme example. But my professor kept talking about sex today and it was like really kind of odd how much he was talking about it. But like the lie of, your enemy, of the enemy being like, oh, like just have sex with your boyfriend. It's also a good example. So whatever. Like just do that. Like that'll make you feel better. And it's like, no. Like I feel like all these idols provide like a moment, like literally a moment, like maybe a few seconds of like, oh, that's that feels good. Like just going on my phone, check scro scrolling on Instagram. Like this feels nice for a second. And then like what long lasting satisfaction does it bring? It brings nothing. Like it, it just doesn't. And we have such a limited time here on earth. And it's so important that we steward our time well, because that's, that honors God. It also honors ourselves. Um, I'm just caring about yourself and being like, Hey, even though like I want to go on my phone right now, I'm going to honor God and myself by like taking a few minutes and just like taking some deep breaths and checking in like things like that. I don't know. But yeah, I really want you guys to leave and not feel, um, I hope you feel really encouraged of like, you're not alone in having an idol. I have one zillion idols for sure. I'm, I know I'm completely unaware of probably all of, not all, a lot of mine um, because our pride is so quick to blind us to them. And so like, if you're having a hard time figuring them out, I just invite you to pray and be like, hey God, can you show me like what these could be? And maybe even talk to some trust, a trusted friend or something and be like, hey, like what do you see in me that I like have... I often like go to in hard moments for relief or for um, in a moment of discomfort because we should be turning towards God. And I don't want to like shit on you guys and be like, this is what you should be doing because like so often I don't do that either. But we should do that. We should turn towards God because it it's that's what we're designed for. We're designed to rely on him. And um, what I finished off with of Matthew 11, like we – he can handle like our heavy things. And so when we come to him like, oh, I just went through a breakup. I'm really having a hard time. Or like, oh, I just failed my test. Like I'm feeling so low right now instead of getting drunk or I don't know. I'm trying to think of other extreme examples. It's not that extreme of a thing, but you know what I mean? Like just doing anything to distract us from reality. Um, that isn't what's giving us long lasting peace because that's how you create addictions. Like alcoholics, um, drug addicts, all that kind of stuff. Like that just comes out of a place of pain and trying to avoid pain. And that isn't a sustainable way to live. And life with Jesus isn't without pain. It's just that we have like a companion and a, um, yeah, we just have a companion in our pain and we can be like, Hey, this is really hard. Like I'm really struggling. Like be here with me in this moment. And I promise you, like, he's going to show up, even if it's not in a way that you like understand in the moment. I often find, um, moments that I sit with God and I'm like, I literally feel nothing. Like it feels like I'm literally talking to no one, whatever. And I feel a few hours later, like, oh, that was really good for my soul. Like I needed that, you know, or the next day I can be like, wow, God, like I see you in that now. 
Um, so also just pray for perspective um, in that and in those hard moments. Um, but yeah, I pray that you guys um, avoid, I pray that you resist the urge to sneak away from reality this week. And I pray that you can find solace in the presence of God um, and that you find peace. Um, so much love to you all. I hope you have such a good week and yeah, later.